0: We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas, and I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, by the All-Star break, even if you can't stop thinking about taking a vacation someplace sunny and warm, but you don't want to miss out on any of the hockey action, look for a bet chris near your next holiday destination bet chris is
1: one of the leading sports books in the western hemisphere with hundreds of sports betting locations throughout the caribbean and latin america watch the game at a bet chris location food and drink specials and vip
0: lounges are available at many bet chris locations use the promo code podcast when you open your bet chris account place some bets on your game and collect your cash at the window when the game is over BetChris offers single bets, parlay bets, teasers, and more on pregame and live odds for hockey and all your favorite Canadian and American sports leagues. And BetChris offers a variety of team and player props, including futures.
1: BetChris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code Podcast when you open up your account at a BetChris location. Deposit 750 bucks or more and get up to a 40% reduced commission on your sports bets, up to minus 106 on single bets and parlay bets. That's the best juice in the biz. So, if
0: you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere in between, the odds are very good. There's a Bet sports sportsbook where you're going on holiday. For more information about visiting a Bet Chris location while you're on holiday, or to listen to or subscribe to the Hockey Betting Podcast, visit BetChrisCanada.net. That's BetChrisCanada.net. Cam, you're Canadian. When you leave Canada and you're heading south... Use the promo code PODCAST.
1: You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Monday, November 4th, 2019. And now, live from Las Vegas... The host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing.
0: All right, folks, here we go. Glad to be with you talking pucks. It's a brand new week. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas hanging out in... I, is is it fair I, it's a burb of toronto but mississauga is no tiny joint man
1: that's oh no. that's a big old i that's mean a, it's, <laughs> it's, it's over like a million and change yeah no it, it's a small little place like it's huge buddy like i'll tell you one thing for land mass like if you get lost here compared to toronto you're in way more trouble in in mississauga and the burbs like good luck it is huge brian like it is well the
0: funny thing is when when hockey was coming to Vegas right I'd go and be doing all these interviews you know cuz there was nothing here like I was the only hockey idiot here before they even had a team name and they were doing ticket drives and it was they're talking about it might happen and you know every knucklehead under the sun saying why it wouldn't work and I'd give them a thousand reasons why it's going to work and the one guy the, the Damian Cox guy at the Toronto Star you know writes his op-ed it's a train wreck. What's the league thinking? It won't work. They're, they're giving uh, a city with a population of 600,000 an NHL team. I'm like, hey, yeah. bubblehead <laughs> head. Mil- there's three million people here. So I you're know. telling me there's not one person goes to the Air Canada Center from Mississauga?
1: You're a <laughs> jackweed. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like the negativity, uh, what first came out around the team. Hey, Vegas has been great for the NHL. I don't care what some of these guys say. Uh, The entertainment value, the pregame, everything, the product on the ice, even though struggling a little bit now, uh, you'd be an idiot to think uh, it wasn't. It's been good. And um, you know what I mean? I think hockey, hockey's been great. The one thing about hockey, though, Brian, I'm starting to get a little bit worried about, kind of like the NFL, a lot of tic-tac calls to keep the games exciting and stuff. It's it's, it's like me and you, we we bet on this stuff, so we notice, like, I'm, not, I'm really starting to notice like how the NFL likes, ooh, the big miracle comeback in overtime. and It's just like the referees get a little bit whistle-happy. I guess that's a directive from the league to keep things more exciting, but it's just wrong. And uh, As we talk about at the shootout, there was a really exciting one on the weekend between uh, the Leafs and Flyers at the Leafs 1, but it doesn't matter. Uh, the three-on-three overtime has to get in existence. You cannot be having money transfers and uh, you losing tons on and, and stuff on this skills competition that I've said year after year after year, it has to be changed. It's just one of those things. Hey, no, one, no one would accept it in the playoffs, so why don't we get started with a, a three-on-three overtime in the regular season? Well, listen,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, you're doing something different in the playoffs when, when you're playing for the whole thing. You're doing stuff that's different from what you do in a regular season, which is nuts. But what I would say is the shootout thing's got to go away. I don't know who finds that entertaining. The all oh, the fans love it. No, they don't. As you, know what, you know what they love? The three-on-three three is exciting. Now, I don't care. If, and then you get people, Well, I, I need a result. I can't have a tie. Shut up. Yeah, right? I know. Exactly. I mean, you did make it a three-way so- soccer line. You know, will the game end at a tie? Or right, whatever. But the three-on-three three is ridiculously exciting. But what goes on? Oh, the NHLPA won't want them to do it because they're going to be playing so many more minutes. Well, no, no they're not. If there's three guys out there at a time, and in the five-minute overtime, literally most teams... Six guys are playing. The guys roll three guys roll out, they go out, they come yeah. off, the other three guys come out, then the other three guys come back. So if you're so worried about bleeding minutes and load management, well, you can use nine, nine or twelve guys in a three on three. Make it a ten-minute three on three. The, the odds are probably in the 70% range. That the game will have a result, and if it's a tie, so
1: what? I'm thinking closer to 80. <laughs> the way, yeah. When you play three-on-three hockey for that line, it would almost be like eight and a nine, or eight-and-a-half times out of ten that you're going to get a result, and if you do get a tie, it's a tie. The game was played to a tie. Soccer's been doing it for generations. Hell, they got the most fans in the world globally. You know what? Sometimes games end a tie. I get it. Nobody has the mentality here, but it's stupid. I've been noticing um, just recently, Brian, in the end of these games, lots of tic-tac calls. I just hope it doesn't become... Like the NFL because the NHL is a beautiful game and I just don't want to see it soften up and just penalty on every single call, but it looks like it's going that way and it's getting scary.
0: I don't know if you saw it, but I let me just tell this story. When you talk about the NHL's a beautiful game, there's a code uh, and there are things that have been great for years and they try to change and tinker and you know, and they try to get fighting out of the game and the instigator rule was the biggest dumb thing that's ever happened Idiot. More guys are brave and take cheap shots because they don't have to answer the piper. Yeah. Now, Saturday night in Vegas camp is one of the coolest things I've seen. This is stuff we used to see growing up, and hats off, Lowry comes back from the Jets from a two-game suspension. Alex Tuck has missed the whole season. he just come back the game before, and he had a goal. Lowry hits him along the wall. It wasn't a dirty hit, but he hit him Duck hits his head on the board's concussion. He's, you know, he's down and out, has to go to the room. You know, they, they get him up, they scrape him up, they take him off the ice. The next face-off, okay? Now, Lowry could have gone to the bench, and you know what? I, 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 I love this guy for doing this. They, they put Lowry out, leave him out there. Gallant puts Ryan Reeves out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, right? Reeves is a killer. He is a stone-cold killer in a fight. and not only do they put them out there, they put them both at center to take the draw. And Reeves and they went to the linesman and the referee and they said to them, We're doing this. Okay. Stay the hell out of it because I mean, these guys yep. come in and try to right? – They literally yeah, – they're, they're
1: grabbing players now. Right. It's dangerous. And, and then, Don't touch my arm when I'm you
0: had, to, you had to see this to believe it. It was so old school. And the referee come right in and Reese is about to take the draw and Reese turns and says something to the referee. And the referee just puts his hand out like, go ahead. And, and they put them at center. Neither one of them are centers. They take the draw. They drop the puck. They both back away, take, drop their sticks, take their gloves off, Skate the center ice and, <laughs> and, and have at it and and you know the beauty of it is that one, you know that's the end of it okay that's yep. the end of it you know and but Lowry said okay I know I got to pay to Piper I mean, but he he's a tough guy he held his own he more than held his own in the fight with Reeves the the Jets were down three one at the time when he went to the, skate to the locker room that Jets bench was banging sticks going nuts high fiving him coming off the ice. You know, good for Reeves, that's his job, but good for Lowry, good for them letting it do it. And then you know what? Jets come back and win the hockey oh, game. Oh, I know. I was on the same the same thing, <laughs> the same thing happened in a game against Ottawa where Sabron yep. got in a fight with Reeves. And Ottawa went nuts. Like he, you know, he he didn't win the fight, but he didn't get killed. But he took on their big boy, and Ottawa grew five feet on the bench. Ottawa took him to overtime, got a point, should have won the hockey game. Don't tell me that hockey doesn't have an impact or fighting in hockey doesn't have an impact, or it's a motivational thing, but but the beauty of it, not only that you know, Winnipeg came back and won the game, but by letting those two guys do that, that was the end of it. It was that's a hockey
1: the, game. And that's, there were no cheap shots. There that's no, the problem was with the NFL. It, just if you lay out a it. guy, if you lay out a guy perfectly, it's just a penalty from the ref. There's no gra- like you know what I mean. Like that's 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 the problem, Brian. It's totally different in hockey. You take care of your problem. Oh. You cheap shotted my guy, or I didn't like the way that went down. Me and you were going to settle this right now, but in the NFL, it's just a flag, right? Like, there's no retribution for things that you do out there. It's a, it's a little bit different, but no, I, I'm a, I'm an old school hockey guy. Hey, fighting people, oh, fighting's barbaric. Get out of the game. No, it's part of the game. And uh, if not, you said it. Like, other guys are going to take liberties with players. If you don't have guys sticking up and fighting, it's going to get out of control. It actually polices the guys a hell of a lot better. It's it's the right thing to do, but. Some of these, uh, you know, I'm not gonna say millennials or new school people. They don't get it, right? They just don't get it. They haven't been fans for long enough to understand. It's it's a beautiful thing, man. It you is,
0: and and you know what? Every blue moon, all right. Every blue moon, some guy gets hit with a roundhouse, maybe, and gets knocked out cold. That's life. And a guy and a guy gets hurt, right? And and it's oh oh, oh. I'm like, you know, what? I don't. You don't see anybody get hurt. No, you don't. No. Okay, but but I'm telling you. For the rare time that that happens, by letting them go at it and get it over with, all the other nonsense, guys guys getting concussed in, in knee injuries and getting run from behind yep. with all these guys that are so brave, right, because they know they don't have to pay the piper. More guys get hurt by not letting them fight. The handful of guys that will get hurt fighting, there's like dozens that get hurt because fighting isn't part of it.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, It's just, yeah, there's, it's just two two different schools in hockey right now and you and I are old school that way and I hope they don't get rid of some of the things that are happening because I can kind of see it trending that way and that would be a disaster. I already think it's getting too soft. They call way too many tic-tac calls and that's why things change in the playoffs and you get those teams that are tough winning, right? It's a a, finesse teams could do fine in the regular season when push comes to shove at the end of the season and playoffs, they call the game properly. For outstanding
0: information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, BetChrisCanada.net. All right, my friend, we got four games on a Monday night. Senators and Rangers. Rangers $1.65, total six and a half shaded to the over at Madison Square Garden.
1: Tough game. You know, you want to take the Rangers. Uh, that price looks a little bit high. Ottawa's gritty. They got to deal with some injury problems right now. Six and a half, Brian. I don't know. You're you're Tommy. Total. You have a, a good good feel on uh, the totals and over unders in these games. But uh, the Rangers, good young team. They've been good at home to uh, against good teams too. They beat in Tampa Bay at home. They beat the Buffalo Sabers at home. It's one of those things they kind of take care take care of business. They've been called out by their coach too for inconsistency. And uh, they got a lot of good young talent on that Rangers team. Ottawa might look like a dog at plus 145, but I think the Rangers are the better team. What do you think, Brian? Uh, it's
0: and clear of it, but I, I, I do think, um, you know, Ottawa competes. I can see goals in the game. I mean, I, I would lean over, but I, I, I'm I not in love with it, and the matchup tonight is Anders Nielsen, as you would say. Nielsen. <laughs> uh, Mr. Yeah. Nielsen.
1: Yes, he's going to. He's not too He's, he's interesting. Okay. He's all right. He's streaky. Very streaky, Nielsen is.
0: That's Very, the problem. There's yep. the rub. All right. You got the Penguins at the Bruins. Great game. And Halak uh, is going to get the call here tonight. Uh, you know, this Boston team, they, they're just a they're machine. Unstoppable. They're a machine. They
1: really are. Like, how do I, how do I, like, I want to make a case for Pittsburgh at plus 150. Could they win the game? Yes. Are they? Probably not. The Bruins at home, they just, they have a switch that they turn on, Brian. They're so damn good. They just—they play a perfect game. They have—they have finesse players. They have tough players. They play a hard game. They're just a very very difficult team to deal with at home on home ice. Sorry, Penguins. Like you've had a nice little run. Uh, you lose to the Oilers uh, the last game there. I, I just gotta believe Boston, better team, and they know when Sidney Crosby comes to town, they'll be jacked up too prefer not to lay the 70 cents, but I might find a a dance partner, a parlay partner. I'm not sure about the minus one and a half, plus 145, but I'm thinking about it. But I do like Boston to win that game.
0: Well, I'm looking at it, bud, and maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's... It's tough. No, Nashville, Detroit, I'm looking at. And you know what? I think the way to go here is Detroit's a dog's breakfast. Nashville's lost two in a row. Minus a puck and a half plus a quarter, um, ain't the worst thing in the world. And you know Laviolette, they lose six five to the Flames, then lose two one to the Rangers. I, I think uh Laviolette gets their attention here, and it's Rennie versus Howard. I-, I I don't think it's the puck line for me. That might be one of the better plays on the card tonight. M- minus one and a half plus a quarter.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and I like Pittsburgh uh uh, Boston to beat Pittsburgh at a buck seventy, and Nashville, and I could turn that into if you don't want to play the puck line, I will parlay those both on the money line. Sometimes you don't like the public parlay there, but Boston looks so damn good at home, and, and Nashville is a much better team than Detroit. I have no problem putting those two together at a plus price. Just don't want to lay any juice, Brian.
0: No, and, and you know what? Honestly, Cam, I mean, we should speak to that because I, that's that's my belief. There's Usually, there's only four games tonight. And, and you know what? Then just take a powder if you have to. But they're, they're so – in hockey, you're nuts to lay anything – I will not lay anything more than 25 cents. There's just no reason to. There's plus prices plenty, usually. And one of them tonight, I'm telling you, I think this Arizona team's for real.
1: I like, I like Arizona plus a I quarter. Do too. I like Arizona tonight. That's my one dog of the night. If I uh, if I parlay Boston and, and uh, Nashville, I'm taking the Coyotes. They're – what are they, plus – Plus uh, either even or plus one hundred five in this game versus Edmonton. Sure, Edmonton had a nice win against Pittsburgh, and you know, but really they've been inconsistent. They can get throttled, they don't score for a while, and then they had a nice game against Columbus. But Columbus isn't a very good team anymore. As for Arizona, they battle, they go into Buffalo and win games. They're they're very gritty. Um, I, I like the Coyotes in this spot. I wish we were getting a little bit more, but I'll take the plus one hundred five. And I think they're I think they're a better team than Edmonton. I think uh, Edmonton will want to uh, do some fancy stuff at home and that's when teams get into trouble a lot of the time Edmonton's been better actually kind of on the road like I notice when teams take their show on the road you play more disciplined defensive hockey I'd rather take that approach and I think Arizona's going to play a smart uh, def- you know a smart defensive road game in Edmonton wait for the Oilers to make mistakes and pounce give me the Coyotes Oh, I'll tell you what
0: 105. they go three and one on an eastern road trip now they weren't playing world beaters Yep. Uh, the Rangers, the Islanders, the Devils, okay. But they, they had a couple of days off in Buffalo, practice, and then beat the Sabres. That was a really good win uh, you know, for them. Then they went home, and the first game home from a long road trip is Grizzly. Yep, they and, lost to the Canadians, And they lost to the Canadians. What they do? Now we're home, okay, all the nonsense behind us. And then they stomped on a Colorado team, albeit that has some They're injuries. Yep. But they win. But now you, know, now you get a quick two-game hop, Edmonton and Calgary. I, I'm just telling you, this Arizona team can play.
1: I know they can. Arizona's good. I was on them that game against Colorado. I should have bet more. I really like the spot for them, especially after losing to Montreal. Arizona's gritty, very underrated, good young players on the team. As for Edmonton, that's the thing, Brian, we talk about it all the time. We don't want to sound like a a broken record here, but if Dreisaitl and McDavid and Neal aren't going, this team, that's the only, that's the straw that stirs the drink. That line and Kudos to Neil for having a great year, and it's nice that he plays on the top line, but what a coup for Edmonton picking him up uh, for for Lucic. It's an absolute steal for the Oilers. Um, But you know what? Other guys on that team have to step up consistently, and if they don't, they're going to be in big trouble. Give me the Coyotes.
0: And uh, listen, uh, let's go to tomorrow night, and there's a a big slate of games that is out there. Uh, I, I would tell you this, man. Uh, Vegas is at Columbus. Vegas has real defined issues in their own end of the rink. Um, Flurry didn't play in, in Subban played terrific. If it weren't for him, they'd have got murdered by Winnipeg. Uh, but, uh, the, but Vegas has issues in their own end of the rink. And they're at Columbus tomorrow night. They had a, uh, and Tuck got injured. We talked about that fight. So I don't know. I, in the short term here, man, i uh, you're looking to play Vegas over the totals, uh, what do you make of Chicago at San Jose, the get-out game tomorrow night? That game will be nationally televised. This San Jose team is like, a disaster. They are, they are
1: a disaster, but they have to win this game. I believe this is, it. This is the last time I'll go to San Jose. Um, they should have taken care of business over the weekend. They didn't. They lost. Uh, and the thing was, they dominated that Jets game. What they oh, shoot them 53-19. They still lost. Like It's got to be very, very frustrating for these guys right now. But you know what? Chicago uh they had a game against anaheim they were up to nothing anaheim tied it up they got it done in overtime with the patrick Kane goal feeling a little bit better the sharks understand it's now or never like they, if they lose this game heads are going to roll brian i'm going to give them one more chance and i think they can beat chicago i'm probably not, not going to like the price because i'm gonna have to parlay it with something but i love san jose in that spot i'm oh, not p- even p- sure p- if p- i p- could p- take p- them on the right that's the thing brian i'm not sure i if know i'm on the, r- I, I, the thing, I'm sure I know on the i know. I don't mind laying juice. Here's my thing about juice. I don't mind laying it. I understand where you're going, 25. For me, it's about 40 cents. I don't want to get like more. That's a number that I look for. I can deal with some type of juice. But if I think a team's going to win, I don't like to lose on the puck line when they get that late goal or something. I'm like, damn it, man. You know, we won. We won on the money line. We didn't win on the puck line. It's going to happen. But you're right. Over time, if you stick to your theory, you're going to win a lot more money and take back taking the minus one and a half or uh, parlays. But I'm going to tell you, San Jose has to, you're right, Brian, this is danger zone for this team right now. One of the best teams It used to be a tough place to play in the shark tank. Nobody wanted to go there. They've lost their edge in so many different ways. It's like, you got to beat Chicago. If you can't beat Chicago, I don't even know where this thing is going to go. It's going to go. I told you at the start of the year, I think it was going to go South. I didn't even think it was going to go this South. It's bad.
0: It's real bad. All right. And then the game of the night, uh, tomorrow night, you're going to get the Bruins playing tonight. Yeah. Pittsburgh and then they have to go to Montreal. Then Montreal's coming home first game back home from the western road swing which is never easy. So maybe that offsets the Bruins back-to-back nights. But these two teams uh it's a, that's a rivalry, man. They they get up for each other. That's a great
1: game. They do, they do. And if if Montreal was in a better position, I'd probably think about taking them, but Boston is so damn good. Brian How do you bet against these guys right now? They're just they're a complete team. Very difficult game to cap. I lean to the Bruins in that spot. Even though Montreal's uh, been playing very, very good hockey, they can steal a game with Carey Price anytime. Like the young guys on their team, too. This Gallagher kid, like I know he's a pest. He's one of the, like a Ken Linsman, the rat type of guys. Like, he's been fantastic for them. Scoring seconds into the game, he does a lot of positive things. I got to tell you, Montreal's got a lot of gritty players on the team that I respect, hard-working guys, and that organization looks like it's going in the right place. The problem is Carey Price isn't getting any younger. It would have been nice if they had this team building about four or five years ago, Brian, so we can enjoy it.
0: Oh, I hear you, man. And then one more for the road, I, and I just got to ask you, you, you got the Defending Cup champions at Vancouver. The Canucks are 9-3-2. and two. Can it continue?
1: I think it can. The Blues, uh, I had Columbus that night against them. Columbus was up 3-1, to one, Brian. It was a huge dog price. I think it was plus 160. And then all of a sudden, two crap goals. It was 3-3. Three, three. I'm like, oh, okay, it goes to overtime. The Blues beat Columbus. They, they have not been the same team since the Stanley Cup hangover. It's lasting longer than we thought. And I'm not saying St. Louis is a bad team, but Vancouver, how do you bet against these guys right now, right? And they're still, the market's still not giving them the respect they deserve. I have a lean to Vancouver in that game. I think they can get it done. I think they can beat St. Louis. They're getting better and better all the time. Their young guys are showing up. They get good goaltending. Markstrom's very underrated. I, I like this Vancouver team. They're, they work hard, and... um you know, without injuries, Brian, if they stay clean, uh, they're a very, very dangerous team.
0: He's Camp Stewart, I'm Brian Blessing. We love talking hockey, if you can't tell, and we love the sport, but we love the money-making opportunities it presents, Mr. Stewart.
1: Exactly, Brian. Well, good luck this week, buddy. Your Golden Knights have been killing me uh, with my parlays and everything else. I would have had a really good week. The games I lost were all Vegas, Vegas pissing away leads, but we're not used to seeing, but maybe they're going to turn it around this week and we can uh, make some dough.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it maybe, happens.
1: Well, it was maybe, just frustrating. Maybe
0: they'll <laughs> maybe they'll bring Thorburn Olsen in to you know, <laughs> play, play, do the, the siren ice? before the hockey games. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, uh, inside joke. Hey, we yeah. love talking hockey.
1: You've been listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast presented by BetChrisCanada.net.
0: For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, betchriscanada.net. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop
1: this podcast now and please seek help.
0: Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause, and for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.